Welcome back to The Daily Poem, a podcast from Goldberry Studios. I'm Sean Johnson, and today is Monday, August 14th, 2023. Today's poem is by contemporary poet Thomas Lux, and it's called Cow Chases Boys. I will read it once, offer a few comments, and then read it one more time. Cow Chases Boys by Thomas Lux. What we were thinking was bombing the cows with dirt balls from the top of the sandbank, at the bottom of which ran a cave-cold brook, Springborn. We knew the cows would pass below to drink, and we'd pried out our clumps of dirt from a crumbling ledge. Here, August lasted a million years. There was no we, I can tell you that now. I did this alone. At one cow I knew as old and cloudy-eyed, I threw the dirt balls as if it were a sport at which I was skilled. Boom, a puff of dust off her hip. Boom, boom, drilled her ribs and neck, and one more too close to where she made her milk. She swung round and chased me up an apple tree. Her rage surprised me and her alacrity. She looked up. I looked down at her. As with many things, I did this alone. We both knew we'd soon be called home. This is a wonderful August poem for a number of reasons. One, because it's set in August. And two, because uh, as I've mentioned uh, recently in other episodes, August has this... uh, unique association for myself and apparently for some poets uh, with the end of childhood, uh, probably because it has to do with the the end of the summer freedom and the beginning of school responsibility and the maturity that that demands. This poem <laughs> begins with a kind of answer to some imagined incredulous adult asking that age-old question, what were you thinking? And what we were thinking, the speaker says, is throwing dirt at cows. Uh, But the poem takes an interesting turn midway through, and that's what I really want to look at and talk about. August lasts a million years, he says. And then there was no we. I can tell you that now. So we begin in the plural. The poem begins with we in the plural. What we were thinking. We knew. We'd pride our clumps of dirt. And then when it comes right down to uh, describing the act of throwing dirt at these poor cows, and this one poor old cow in particular, uh, all of a sudden the picture changes and the memory changes. And uh, I wonder if this is a sincere or legitimate admission on the part of the speaker. Well, I said we because that sounded better, but I should confess to you now that it was just me doing it alone. Uh, I think there might be more going on because I think this is something that's true of... um, most of the guilt-ridden memories we carry from childhood, at least in my experience, this is true, that 
no matter how many of my peers were involved, uh, I, I, I look back on shameful things I did uh, with a kind of singular or individual shame. Uh, the involvement of my friends sort of fades into the background and uh, the uh, shameful boyish things that I did become memories of me, the thing or person I did them to, and in some cases, God, <laughs> who must be seeing and judging all of these things. And his admission reminds me a little bit of St. Augustine in his confessions, uh, recalling the theft of pears that he was not hungry for and that he did not find particularly appetizing, uh, but this puzzled by his own desire to to do wrong and not being able to make sense of it. And even though he did it with friends, uh, as he begins to delve into the psychology and the the ethics of the act, he speaks primarily of himself. He's looking into his own heart, looking for an explanation as to why he did what he did. Uh, because you can only ever speculate about your friends, other humans, uh, you yourself are the uh, are the single case that you get to look into with any sort of uh, depth or certainty. So he becomes an I, and he torments the poor old cow, old, cloudy-eyed, pitiable. But he hits a little too close to home, and she chases him up a tree. This is too good to not be true right to be based in some sort of some sort of uh, actual factual history and there is a sense maybe of of uh, judgment sort of rings in his last recollection i looked down at her as with many things i did this alone again that sense of isolation and uh, guilt uh, for having harmed something innocent, fear for having been <laughs> chased up a tree by that seemingly innocent thing. Uh, and then the knowledge that uh, on the practical level that this moment will pass, we both knew we'd soon be called home. Uh, but of course, there's a there's a deeper and heavier note there. The cow is old. She could be nearing death, in which case being called home has other implications, even for a cow, I suppose, uh, and and for uh, the speaker, uh, being called home can always imply uh, the judgment. And it's worth noting here, though I don't always love uh, doing this or love when other people do this, uh, it's worth <laughs> noting as we read this poem, uh, Thomas Lex published it in 2015, and then died in 2017. So it's fascinating that he himself is contemplating this uh, moment from early in his life, I would assume, but contemplating it from the vantage point of uh, extreme age and uh, knowing in a much realer sense that he too may be called home sooner rather than later. So 
I suppose that there's a lesson here, and there doesn't have to be in a good poem. It might be, leave those poor old cows alone. Here's the poem one more time. What we were thinking was bombing the cows with dirt balls from the top of the sandbank, the bottom of which ran a cave-cold brook, Springborn. We knew the cows would pass below to drink, and we'd pried our clumps of dirt from a crumbling ledge. Here, August lasted a million years. There was no we, I can tell you that now. I did this alone. That one cow I knew as old and cloudy-eyed, I threw the dirt balls, as if it were a sport at which I was skilled. Boom, a puff of dust off her hip. Boom, boom, drilled her ribs and neck, and one more, too close to where she made her milk. She swung round and chased me up an apple tree. Her rage surprised me, and her alacrity. She looked up. I looked down at her. As with many things, I did this alone. We both knew we'd soon be called home. This has been The Daily Poem. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back tomorrow with another poem for you. To listen to past episodes or to support this show, please visit dailypoempod.substack.com. Incidentally, you can also help support this show uh, by going to whatever app or service you use to listen and download podcasts and leave a favorable review that helps make the show uh, more visible. It's all about the metrics, right? On behalf of our whole hardworking team here at Goldberry Studios, I'm Sean Johnson. Until next time, happy reading.